welcome to Faith FM. You're listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM network. Maybe you're on the app, maybe you're on the internet. It is 7.05 a.m. here in rainy Newcastle, <laughs> New South Wales on a Tuesday. And you are joined by Lawson and... Blake, how's it going? Oh, I'm back. Dude, killing it. <laughs> well, Lyle's somewhere... Yeah, he's he's healing yet again. He's sick. Yeah, so we're <laughs> poor poor Lyle. Poor Lyle. I, I feel oh. like every time he calls me, I'm like, "Hey, Lyle, I'm I'm excited to talk to you." And they're like, "Okay, I'm actually I have to go to the to the healing again." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh yes, okay, okay, I'm back. I'm back in the radio. Yeah, real real yeah. friends right there." <laughs> just so I'm just hey. like, "Oh yeah, okay." But no, I actually love coming to the radio. So keep healing, Lyle. Dude, I love having you here. What, what are you grateful for this morning? What's been going on? Wow, so many, so many things. Do you know what I'm actually grateful for? Yeah. Um, I am actually grateful for, I've had a number of people uh, in my church who have been seeing some counselors, and I mm. have as well myself, and I'm grateful for counselors. Yeah, wow. Yeah, like mental health and well-being. It's so important to just check in, uh, <clears throat> make sure, especially during the lockdown, that mm. You have someone that you can talk to, a professional person, some someone who can help you get through that if you're feeling down or blue. So I'm thankful for that because i got a lot of people in my church who've really benefited from that, and I'm super happy with that opportunity. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, definitely. That's so good. Hey, tell you what I'm grateful for. Um, I've been really blessed to be a part of AYC, which is it stands for Adventist Youth for Christ. Yeah. And it's essentially the premier Australian conference for young adults to get together to discuss ministry and theology and, and what we're doing going forward as a church. And so I'm a part of that. I'm going to be a part of the event itself as a stage manager, but I'm also on the podcast and we recorded our first Ooh. episode last night. So that'll be getting out <laughs> soon, talking all about witnessing what that is, um, what it means to us and how we apply it through some of the stories of the Bible. Awesome. So just so fun, just <laughs> talking and stuff. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Oi, what's going on in the world of good news? There's a lot of good things. A couple of different things uh, I wanted to talk about. The first one, I'm going to start in Mexico. Okay. Okay. So first one's in Mexico. So apparently there is a 1,200 year drought so like how do i say that it is the most droughtiest it's been in 1200 years <laughs> okay um, okay so, so i was thinking there's a 1200 year long drought no no no, 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 this, no, no, no. Uh, in the last 1200 years this is the lowest or Rainful. the least amount yeah. of water that oh, the wow. southern mm. southwest united states have had uh in 1200 years which oh, is wow. insane so in fact lake mead has gone down to what they call the bathtub ring or the calcium ring mm. uh and it's just like if you look at pictures on lake mead it's crazy and so basically there's seven states um that in 2007 they kind of have realized hey we need to be we need to recognize that we're using more water or, or there's less water available for everyone. So yeah. so the seven states along that border I don't know all of them but it's like California to like New Mexico and mm-hmm. Colorado, Nevada, Arizona, all those. Anyway, they made a deal with Mexico, which uh-huh. is a totally different country. Mm-hmm. And they've just made the the choice to say, hey, we're going to put efforts together to share what we have. Mm. And in the world that we live in now of greed and this is ours, uh, tough luck for you, I just think it's pretty, pretty incredible that uh, w- the United States and these different states have made – you know, kind of a 
a deal of cooperation. Mm-hmm. You don't see that a lot. You don't see a lot of cooperation, especially between countries, mm-hmm. and especially between Mexico and America. Hardly any yeah. cooperation. <laughs> so I just was like, oh, that is kind of good news because there's a little bit of hope that there is mm-hmm. some cooperation uh, between countries and. And it's a reminder that we actually can get along if we put a little effort into it. Yeah, particularly in the humanitarian sense. You know, ultimately, mm. what is drought effects like? Oh, yeah, it makes the grass dry. It makes, da, da, da. But it's human lives are at stake. Fully. It's like, hey, when we run out of water, like, what's next? It, it's good to see that there's actually a prioritization that, okay, people actually are important. Yeah. And you don't always see that in the world, sadly. <laughs> Dude, so true. So that that's a little, little glimmer of hope, a little... Yeah. Little sign of uh, cooperation and unity between mm. uh, some kind of—I wouldn't say enemies, but they're definitely not very good friends. Yeah, I think I think yeah, public relations between Mexico and <laughs> and the U.S., particularly over the last the last five years or so, have been very storied. I think for a long time they've been very storied, but yeah, there's just very heightened attention in that area for and, sure. And so to see this to see this playing out is that is good news. Oh, I definitely would say good news. yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> So, um, and then we, do you want me to share another one? Oh, I did go for it. Okay, so here's the other one. So that's cool, but this one is a little bit different, and it makes me just happy. So this is about, uh, they did a study uh, over of 2,000 adults, right, Uh, age 50 or over, and they found four in ten people experience sounds that prompt nostalgic thoughts uh, a couple times a week. And so they basically give the top 40 sounds. Okay. That make you just feel good. Okay. Okay. okay now, I don't know. I can see that. I don't know. If, do we have any of these sound effects? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not sure if we do or not. Um, we might. Oh, we do. <laughs> okay. So that is... That is number... Which one is that? That's number 12 on the list of 40. Bees buzzing. But so the Wait, top... so that's a top sound that makes people feel good. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that literally makes my... I've talked about this multiple you know, times. This happens face to be your I, scary thing. <laughs> like, I love bees, but, like, flying insects like bees and wasps and everything, like, and it's particularly the sound of them, makes me shrivel up and die. What? Like, Sorry, what? What sound again? What is that sound? No, I can't play it. Yeah, again. that's Dang. right. That's right. She's on. Our, she's on my side. She's wrecking. There's hundred percent. There's got to be listeners out there who, is, who are like who are triggered too, dude. This is so scary. Oh, whoa! whoa. There's another sound. Well, actually, that's interesting because that is uh, the number one memory triggering thing is a specific song or a piece of music. So oh, sometimes. Uh, I was actually doing a pastoral visit just recently of this amazing couple, and they had a, a deal that any time they heard the song the song Perfect by Ed Sheeran uh-huh. on the radio, they would just dance. Like at any time. So they were at the they were at they were out buying a vehicle, right? Oh. And they're in the like at the car dealership, the, the guy's talking. <laughs> in the middle of the negotiation, the song comes on and they just look at each other and go, Yep. And they get up and just start dancing together for the whole entirety of the song. And the car dealer's like, um, what, what's, what's going on here? What are we doing? And they just were like, nope, we're dancing. And it was just like a little, little memory that, because the song is what they played at their wedding. You know, and so it was like this trigger of this memory. That's, to go. that's very cute. I really feel for the car dealer. And it's, it's like, uh, what, uh, what's going on here? Oh man, I could, I could. Oh, here we go. Oh, Ooh. that's nice. You know what? That one, that is number two. I think. Wait, is that? 
Is that a, is waves? Rain? Yeah. Oh, that's waterfall. Okay, cool. Ooh. So that's number six on the list. So the top oh, here's the top ten. Cool. Um, number two is waves crashing on the shore. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, I like the sound of this. It does. Dude, that, this, this is so ambient now. <laughs> ambient podcast. <laughs> um, we've also got bird song. Uh, a crackling fireplace. Oh, I love that. That one's yeah. that one's really nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, walking on fresh snow. That yes. never happens very much for Australians. Yeah. Uh, a waterfall. A cat purring. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Trees blowing in the wind. Mm-hmm. Rain on the window pane and rustling leaves. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, all of those amazing. Why are bees buzzing? Though? I'm still kind of lost. Like, well, maybe. Oh, there we go. That's a crackling fireplace. Is it? Yeah, oh. definitely. Oh, I'm I'm feeling super. I feel warm. I do. Like, I feel like, like, oh, yeah. Oh. That's nice. <laughs> so that, it's so interesting that, that I've I've definitely heard that, like, smells can trigger memories. Yeah, that's right. But I haven't really heard about sounds triggering memories. Yeah. And it's kind of nice to have that. There's definitely little sounds I go, oh, yeah, that reminds me of that thing. That's so cool. Oh, 100%. I think for for me as well, I'm like a super, you know, music-oriented person. Like, I I listen to so much music. Mm -hmm. I love it. And there are particular albums and songs that kind of represent phases in my life because I listen to that song during that period of my life. And you hear it and you just, like, get teleported back. Oh, that's epic, dude. That's number seven. We're in a field Wait, no, no. That's, uh, what is that one? That's number three. Bird chirping. Bird bird song, yeah. Oh, dude, I feel like we're in the bush now. I know. Like, I actually kind of feel like we're, like, walking through a forest. Yeah. And it's just like, whoa, look at that. Oh, yeah, over there. Yeah. Actually, I'll tell you one thing that is a sound that a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't know, but my dad was a hunting guide. Mm. And so just people whispering reminds me of my childhood. Because he's like, (sighs) Okay, we're gonna come up over here on the hill, and there's the deer are gonna be over there, so we're gonna stay low. <laughs> Make sure that you don't talk loud. And I was like, "Okay, Dad, yeah." And he's like, "No, shh." <laughs> That's so classic. So dude. whispering just reminds me of good memories in the in the wilderness. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! Well, hey, I hope you guys experience some good sounds today that make you feel nostalgic. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. We have days where we avoid talking about the state of Australia at the moment, um, you know, because all there is really to talk about is like COVID and bad surveillance laws. Like that's 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 kind of what yeah. we've been talking about. Um, but it's sometimes this is actually positive news. Well, okay, uh, according to epidom- uh, epidemiologists, <laughs> um, we are flattening the curve. Okay. The, the curve has been flattened. What that essentially means is that the number of um, cases by day has ceased to increase. Yeah, they're at a high rate, but the curve has flattened. Um, now, they're attributing this to high vaccination rates, uh, firstly and foremost, and then as well, you know, just, just the lockdown and whatnot. I don't see how it's attributed to high vaccination rates because... You don't, it doesn't stop you from getting infected. I think they're just, I think that this report here is just kind of using that as a buzzword to, to make a point that vaccines are doing some kind of job. Mm. Um, like, hey, I, you know, I got, I copped my vaccine. Like, you know, I'm in that process at the moment. I'm not trying to make a point against vaccines. But ultimately, look, we've been in lockdown for particularly like Sydney and stuff. We've been in lockdown for like 11 weeks um, yeah. in New South Wales. And to finally see the curve flatten. Is a, a fan, glimmer of hope. fantastic thing. Like, obviously, 
we just want to get out. Like mm. we do. We I just, just want to go to Korean barbecue. Is that like, so bad? <laughs> Korean barbecue. Please. Oh, I kind of want to go to church, but like. Yeah. <laughs> and that, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's I wanna, right. Yeah. I want to have a Korean barbecue at the church. Why not? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying, I've been saying, I just want to go get my motorbike license. I'm waiting for mm. like the, R, the RMS to open, but it's, Hey, it's the same thing. Like I think for so many people, the lockdown has stifled life. And so if, if we're seeing like the glimmer of hope, because it's people, people talking about like vaccination rates and all these kinds of things. And it's like, Oh, does a vaccination rate, um, does that correlate then to a lower COVID case rate? And, you know, because I feel like ultimately that's the most important thing is, Oh, how many COVID cases are happening a day? And if we're starting to see that curve flatten, awesome. Like yeah. it's like, okay. Cool. Cause it, it makes you, it makes you realize, okay, there, there actually might be a day where we get to go to weddings again. Yeah. Like we actually might get to go outside and spend yeah. some time with our friends in the park, you know, yeah. like there is a little bit of hope. Yeah. Particularly as Australia, you know, we've kind of, we've taken the route where we're remaining sensitive to COVID, you know, we're not just going full sand and just like opening, <laughs> opening all the, send it. Yeah. Not just sending it and just yeah. like going, Oh, well, we're not going to have a lockdown anymore. Like we're, we're taking it quite seriously uh, because there is this want to be able to, to remove COVID, you know, mm. we, we kind of, that's our, that's the Australian philosophy on, on what's going on. And so to see the curve flatten, that means that we're ultimately, we're, we're, we're going to get out one day. We're going to get out at the moment. 42.6% of people are fully vaccinated and we are on course to hit the vaccination target by early October, the 70% by 80% vaccination. Um, that is when I believe that the whole state will start to open up for everyone. You know, we've talked about on Faith FM last week, uh, you know, the unfortunate reality of the roadmap that when it hits 70%, it's only going to be unvac- uh, sorry, vaccinated people who will mm. be able to leave their homes and go to church and, and all that stuff, which is a, a really unfortunate situation. There are a number of people lobbying against that. But, you know, for now, at least we have hope that the number is going down. Which is, which is really fantastic. And hey, another just glimpse of hope. I guess this is a, a promo- this is almost a promotion. Um, Fiji will, will open up their, bo- their borders to Give international travel. I'm so ready to go. As soon as Fiji opens up, I'm like, I'm keen. Fiji. I'm, I love Fiji, man. Dude, Fiji's uh, baller I, I, I really, before. really love it. Uh, we went and I actually, uh, did some evangelistic work there in Fiji. Yeah. And the, my, so my wife is from Africa, yeah. and which you know. And my daughter, uh, she's kind of like in between, I don't know, caramel color. So my wife's black, I'm white. Yeah. And then my daughter's like uh, like coffee latte, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Anyway, I had her on my shoulders, and all the Fijians were like, hey, whose kid is that? And I was like, that's my kid. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Who's, <laughs> that, that kid's Fijian. That's a Fijian kid. And I was like, no, this is my daughter. They're like, no, what? What? Who took this Fijian kid? Like, where is this Fijian? I was like, this is my kid. So it was funny. But I love the Fijian people. They're just so beautiful and mm. kind and welcoming and, and really funny people, too. Yeah. actually got a great sense of humor. So 100%. Bulubanaka. That's right. Oh, is that some Fiji thing? Yeah, that's, I think it means welcome. Oh, um, epic. I hope so. And I apologize to all our Fijian <laughs> listeners if it means something else. Nice. No. Nice. No hey, I, I just wanted to mention this quickly before I want to get into this story about Mexico, but uh, North Korea has has started their um, missile testing again, 
which has <sighs> just put everyone and made everyone uneasy. It's like anytime they do this, it's Cut just it like out, Kim. The, the US is like, what are you doing? And Japan's like, what are you doing? <laughs> they just like, keep testing it. And they're like, oh, we're just doing a cruise missile test. It's like, okay, man, slow down there. So, hey, international tension there. But I, okay, I wanted to highlight this story from Mexico because I feel like in a very small sense, in a vacuum, this is representing basically persecution mm. um, religiously and how that's going to play out in the end times. You know, a lot of people have looked at at religious persecution in the end times as maybe solely like what we're seeing in Afghanistan where it's the Taliban who hates Christianity versus Christians, mm. which is definitely a form of persecution going on that will continue. But I wanted to highlight this story in Mexico. It's from um, the Hidalgo region in Mexico. And it's essentially a story of two families who are being exiled, excommunicated, and cut off from, you know, expelled and cut off from essential services in their community of Hidalgo um, unless they cease to, um, they cease their church service. Now, these people themselves are, they're Baptist, um, they are Protestant Christians in a country that is 80% Catholicism. And what we see here is essentially we've got a religious majority that is, you know, Catholic Christian. Um, and because that majority exists, wow. that imbalance of power, there's this great persecution that is coming on this fam- uh, coming upon this family, which is really in line. I, I, I want to give you guys some homework. Read through Revelation 13 because you will see the exact same thing. People in the name of Jesus in a religious minority, a majority persecuting those in, who are also worshipping Jesus in the religious minority. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Hey, it's come time for the interview of the day. And on the phone, we have the leader of the uh, the head of our health department here at the North New South Wales Conference, uh, Camilla Scaff. Camilla, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Good morning. I hear that I've got my one of my favorite combos there. Blake and Lawson. Hey, there we go. Yeah, Lawson and, and Blake show this morning. Lyle's out, you know, healing, healing, mending. Um, and we're actually going to be talking about that today. We're going to be talking about things that bu- boost immunity. Yes. Yes. I actually wanted to correct you, Mr. Lawson, because I know that we are um, used to say boost immunity, uh-huh. but I heard once from a very wise person in the field that we don't really want to boost our immunity because our immune system is so perfect and works uh, in wow. like um, it's synchronized with our body that when we actually boost immunity, our immunity, our immune system can become too strong and even attacked ourselves. So we wanted oh. to say we want to enhance our immune system or we wanted to, you know, make sure the immune system doesn't get suppressed. But we actually want to be careful because we want to really boost our immune system. It's like getting in our immune system boosted, it kind of can mean getting our immune system angry. Yeah. So we wanted to just be careful with that. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. We wanted to enhance your immune system. We yes. want to get everybody's immune system working in the best way possible. Is that what you want? Yeah, I think, oh, the perfect word, optimize. Optimize yes. our immune system. <laughs> yes. Tailor-made, perfect for our situation, circumstance, body. That's what we want to do. That's it. And, and the interesting thing is that when we think about optimizing health for, you know, helping our immune system, what are the main things that come to your mind? Like you, you're listening there and I'm glad, I'm, I'm thinking that you're already thinking a few things, 
What about you, Blake? What comes uh, to your mind when we talk acronym, about the Blake, system? Say the acronym, Blake. Uh, <laughs> say the acronym. Hey, let's go. <laughs> uh, that's what I Dead think about Christ. that. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, I also, yeah, a new start, and also just like. Um, the, okay, but what is new start? Okay, um, yeah, the, let's talk about that. Some people might be listening and so, they're like, what well, is new start? It's a great um, juice cafe up in Raymond <laughs> Terrace, um, 45 William Street. Come and get your juice. Uh, no, it's actually an acronym for nutrition, exercise, water, sunlight, uh, temperance, air, rest, and trust in God, our oh, Heavenly Father. Yeah. So good. Wow, that's amazing. And this is a, a really, really great acronym. And it was put together back in the day by the Women Wimmer Institute. And it's based on not only God's word and advice for us, but in the incomplete health message that he's given us mm. about taking care of our body in a holistic way. And that means whole person health mm-hmm. with mm. the WHO. So I wanted to ask, what comes to your mind then when it comes to, if you want to enhance your immune system, what are the tips that you think we should give to the people here today that are listening? Ooh, I think like... Eat oranges. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. It's more than orange juice, but when we think of food and anything that we put in our body, um, I think that a lot of times we think of things we need to do in order mm. to, um, you know, get our immune system. And it's true. Like our body really wants fiber-rich foods. Our mm. gut is responsible for up to like 80% of your immune system. It's a lot. If our gut is not functioning well, all of our body will suffer, especially our immune system. Did you say so, 80% of our immune system? Yes. Wow. Yes. I know my gut's responsible for 80% of my bad decisions. Um, but, <laughs> but that's good to know as well too. Eighty percent of our immune system. Okay, so what we eat makes a difference for our immune system. It does, and that rule of like sort of a um eighty percent. It also applies to sugars. So if we have, for example, more sugar than our body can need, really, or if we have a lot of refined sugar, because our body is very happy for us to eat sugars that are in fruits only because it's got the fiber in it so our gut get happy and then it uses all of that sugar to our cells and to bring energy but when we have refined sugars or even we have alcohol and other toxins what happens is our bodies get our immune system gets depressed Mm. so let's think of a few things today that instead of helping our immune system will get our immune system suppressed. And if we can eliminate these things from our lives, we can test it for this week, for example. Test it for one or two weeks and see how you feel. We're going to try to eliminate things that are just going to suppress our immune system and we're going to allow our body to thrive because our body are amazing machines. Like we can really thrive if we only get out of the way of putting things that are not good and will harm our body. So first of all, we're going to try to stay away from sugars with any kind of refined sugars, alcohol, um, and any kind of really um, drugs that we put into our body. Uh, we, a lot of people are, I know that, you know, you know, people are locked down and um, a lot of people these days are concerned about um, COVID or vaccines and all of this kind of information can get us into various places. But I think we can all agree 
that uh, we all need a healthy and a strong immune system at the moment, mm-hmm. whether we're going to fight COVID or anything else. Um, even for people that are taking a vaccine, it's important that they have a strong immune system so they can get the best outcome possible. Mm-hmm. So another thing that we need to eliminate from our lives is bad stress. Don't you agree with that? Oh, yeah, I've yep. got plenty of that. I, let's eliminate <laughs> right now. Just shave it away. <laughs> okay, and like, how, do, how can we cope? Because a lot of the stress that we experience in life now, we can't really eliminate by our, you know, just by ourselves. Because a lot of times we just get stressed by the outcomes that um, the choices of other people or the news mm. that we watch. So we're going to try to stay away from watching news. Because I think in, in staying too much time in social media, we're going to spend all of our time reading the Bible or listening to Faith FM or listening to great music. And we're going to try to do some more exercise because exercise is also a way that helps us to battle and, you know, the bad stress. Because stress yeah. is not all bad. It's good to have some stress, especially when you are busy helping other people. Mm. That's a kind of good stress. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to be able to, um, you know, wean down some of the stress that it comes to our life. And one of the ways that we can do that is doing some exercise. And thank God, we're still able to go outdoors and exercise. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah. thank goodness. Oh, the Lord is so good. Because if I, I was just thinking about all the people who have just been locked up for what'd you say 11 11 weeks, weeks yeah there are people who yeah. live in an apartment in like sydney who they've just been seeing the four same walls for 11 weeks that's mm. not good for your stress levels let me just tell you yeah. like uh yes, so we right. we really need to be thinking about that even as a church like recognizing the mental strain of these lockdowns is mm. detrimental so and stress yes. inducing Yes. So even, and then the, it's not only going outside to do um, exercise, but one of the things that will really help for us to stay away from is isolation. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, if you get COVID or if you're close contact, you have to follow the rules and stay isolated. But there are ways that you can get connected. For example, that's where, you know, the internet can help us. The research is showing that even people that connected over internet by seeing relatives talking to friends or participating in groups they can improve because it's better than stay isolation and for those that are not isolated while they go for a walk they can participate and get some another friend to go with them you know there's uh, so all of those things try let's look at the positives how can we use what we get um to make our to help our immune system because if we're going to be dwelling in negative it's going to bring us stress and it's going to bring us something else that is really killing people today, which is called anxiety. Mm. The anxiety of like, you know, fearing for what's going to happen tomorrow from getting angry about everything around us, that anxiety will kill us. Um, the Proverbs where um, it comes from our, the Bible, the wise words, it says anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but mm. a good word makes him glad. So we can actually find good word in the word of God. And I'm going to invite everyone who's listening um, to participate in a free um, program. It's completely online and you have access to a support group online as well to get more social. And this program, it's called the Lift Project. Now, if you want to get access to a free version of this program for you, while, you know, it's for everyone until December, you can go to um, a website, and the website is 
seeds, like the seeds that we plant, seedsnewcastle.com.au. So mm. if you go to the website right now, you can actually find there, get your free list project. And when you get in there, you're going to access a whole course and a support group for you that is in isolation or you're feeling a little bit low because you're not getting in touch with your friends and family. And let's be honest, a lot of times you do have friends and family, but maybe you're just getting into a lot of disagreements or you're just, you know, not doing well in your relationships and you need to get out of that bubble and immerse yourself mm. in different things. So that's an, you know, it's a, a really great opportunity, but anything that you can do to get out of isolation socially you can, it really helps to strengthen your immune system and get rid of that um, feeling, you know, that is weighing you down. And another thing is the Bible brings some wise words in Proverbs I wanted to share is that a glad heart makes a cheerful face, but by sorrow of heart, the spirit is crushed. Mm-hmm. If we are dwelling in just negatives or if we're watching negative news and anything that will make us angry at the moment, I was you know, just say, let's start to st- stay away from that and look at things that are going to be good to think about and give you peace and, you know, gladness of heart. And of course, the Word of God is one place to go. And talking to people that are going to be sharing the Word of God with you is also a great, um, I would say, uh, immune system enhancer. Because when we are focusing in good things and our heart is happy, that also is one of the ways that we can really get our bodies to be strong. It seems like just from everything you're saying, there is this huge psychosomatic element to good immunity. Like we Mm. mentioned at the start, like, oh, yeah, you know, sunlight and, you know, good food and nutrition and water. And then it's like, oh, but being a part, you know, being in a social setting, spending time with people, like this very psychological, you know, things like that in, in, in theory or not in theory, but you would think, oh, that's not related to my physical immunity, but it seems to be very much so. It, it, yes. I just want to say too, it really reminds me of Hebrews chapter 10, when it talks about uh, not forsaking the assembling together, mm. but instead mm. coming together to edify and build each other up, you know? And so, uh, especially during this time, like, I, I think God realized that we're social beings. He created us, mm. and we have to encourage one another. And so, I would just want to encourage our listeners, take a minute to call a friend, send them a text message, let them know that you're thinking about them and caring for them and praying uh, for for your friends and neighbors. Yes, and you know what, Blake? Maybe just you know, if, if they go to visit the Seeds Newcastle website and get free lists, they can share mm. the free list with others That's as well. That's an act of love, isn't it? We just had a, one of the support sessions last night, and we had a great number of people coming and just sharing how they've been feeling isolated. And it was so great that everyone got to talk on Zoom and look at each other's Mm -hmm. face and getting to meet new people. It was uplifting. But there's one more thing that I wanted to point out today, and it's perhaps the one that a lot of people forget, and I'm guilty of that. Um, And it's one of the most important ones at the moment, and it's called sleep. And sleep is something that even people, like people are just at home and spending a lot of time watching series and watching TV or just doing whatever, getting busy, which is good, but we are lacking sleep. And research is showing, again, remember that 80% rule? 
that sleep, it affects a great percentage of wow. our immune system. And so, um, like, for example, there were many research done, but there was one specific that was um, some investigators were doing some research in San Diego, California, and other places. And they found that people who stayed up until just 3 a.m. before falling asleep, so they, sometimes they were still in bed, but they didn't fall asleep until 3 a.m. They had a 30% reduction in the number of natural killer cells the next day, wow. and depressed activity in their natural Uh-oh. killer cells is still present. So th- why? Why is important the natural kill cells? Because as we know, they're one of the biggest, the best soldiers of our immune system. And the suppression of these immune functions, they could result in greater susceptibility to viruses, for example, and all kinds of virus. Mm. And even um, these cells, um, they usually protect our body against tumors. So it's possible that chronic sleep deprivation even increases cancer risk. Wow. So we really wanted to give more attention to our sleep. How, you know, the, the research showed that people that slept um, seven to eight hours a night, and in average it was the eight hours a night, were the people who lived longer and had better immune systems. I want to take a so, nap right now. I'm going to go take a nap right now. Like, are you feeling, no, you are you feeling it? Guilty? I'm acting on this right now. Like, i got to go to sleep, guys. You are obligated to stay. <laughs> okay, I know. And some, some of the tips to get the best hours of sleep, especially for a hormone uh, balance, is to go to sleep before 12 a.m. So between 9 p.m. and 12 a.m. is actually when the best activity of hormone and cell replacement is happening in our body. And if we sleep between that time, we're going to get to that deeper sleep that will allow our body to work better and to really get our healing that we need during the night. If we sleep late, for example, I sometimes I'm guilty of going to sleep past 12 because I get excited working and I just, you know, lose my sleep. Guess what? The next day, I'm feeling that my, you know, I'm just feeling weaker. And if the weather is not so good, I can also experience that I'm getting a cold. So sleep is a really good body regulator. Regulator. If we sleep eight hours a night and we go to sleep before 12, it's a, we give our body the best chance to also fight all of the viruses and everything else that is coming through. Oh, so good, Camilla. Hey, we have quickly run out of time here, but dude, we've definitely got to take those on board as we try to boost our immune I'm system into the future. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at one. 1- 800 Faith FM.